famous we found on the World Wide Web this week. Hey! I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello! Claire. Hey! And Pete. Hey! Coming to you from a secret location in Telford, UK. You just give us the location where you come. <laughs> I know! <laughs> well, I thought I'd change it up for this one. Very secret, is it? It's not very secret at all. This is our sister show where we bring you the finest weird news this week that we've found. And you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting Through the Bull and the Post Through the Apocalypse. You can follow us on YouTube at Apocalypse Bull and SoundCloud and Spotify and all the other podcasting platforms. Cutting Through the Bull in the PTA. As we had Baba Vanga last week, I thought I had to bring Nostradamus yeah. to the table, even though I think it's I all bullshit. I was going to say, haven't we poo pooed him? Not for 2024. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've poo pooed him many times. Yeah. But. Not for his 2024 predictions, because if this is if this prophecy game is right, right, they should have exactly the same fucking prophecies, shouldn't they? Him and Baba Vanga. What did he say in 2023? That's what I know. Well, I don't, I don't remember now. Oh, in 2023, he seems to predict the cost of living crisis has affected everything, writing, So high will the bushel of wheat rise... That man will be eating his fellow man. So he didn't, did he? Because we haven't resorted to cannibalism yet. Yeah, we're not that apocalyptic yet, no. are we? Yeah, there's no soil green on the shelves just yet. I was just thinking of battering someone to death in the street and taking a <laughs> chunk out. <laughs> if I'm going cannibalism, that's how I'm going. How about you? It won't so, go like that, will it? It'll come from the top, from the, the government, and they'll have a policy. Did that hurt? Dead. No. Aww. Claire just kicked the table. <laughs> if you would, the dead have to be was. recycled to feed the living. Oh, maybe. Yum, yum, yum. You can't tax the rich. <laughs> Don't worry, Mikey. So you have to eat you, Granny. <laughs> but you can rummage around in a skip if you want. Uh, so, yeah, Nostradamus. So he has people claim that he's predicted. September the 11th, JFK, Hitler's rise to power, all that. It's all very open to interpretation because it's written in a language no one can really read anymore. Sad to say. So for 2024, he writes, the dry earth will grow more parched and there will be great floods, which is a complete contradiction. Yeah. Warning elsewhere of a very great famine through pestiferous wave. Although... They're interpreting that as a tsunami. I suppose the sea does go out and the ground will become parched and then it becomes wet again very quickly. The tsunami's hardly like, oh, no, pick one, mate. There have been floods around the place, haven't there? Yeah, there's floods everywhere, every year, throughout the world, isn't there? Yeah. It's one of the natural disasters that happens. Well, exactly. you don't have to be a fucking seer to see there's going to be a flood somewhere every year, do you? And the dry earth will grow more parched. That could be to do with global warming. Yeah. Then you get a tsunami, great floods, global warming and floods. Yeah. Yeah, tsunamis happen before it's as well. with our weather patterns, isn't it? And it takes a shift in the tectonic plates and you've got a tsunami, haven't you? All right, so we've got our tsunamis in 2024, called Nostradamus. A confrontation with China. Ooh. Oh. China. So, yeah, you're right, Claire. Sorry, hang on, let me say it right. He also appears to have predicted a confrontation with China. <laughs> right in a quatrain that opens the vision of combat and naval battle, because that's never happened before, and says that the red adversary will become pale with fear 
putting the great ocean in dread. Some believe the red adversary refers to a communist China and the rest is a reference to a confrontation at sea. Although China apparently has the largest navy in the world and I wouldn't fucking say that any of it's any good though. We've all owned stuff that's made in China. China. Yeah, that's the shit tap that they're selling us. They're going to make their ships and submarines. Surely they're going to make them good. I think they're all copies of Russian stuff that failed in the past has been bodged together. I think you've got a considerably low opinion of the Chinese. I like a considerably low opinion of the Chinese technology, yeah. So I guess we ripped off someone else. Because they give us all the shit and they, they're keeping the best for themselves. Yeah. But are they? Yeah. I don't think they are. I think people are going to be very surprised when the Chinese military eventually goes to war and all that stuff. Shit. Or they're shooting everyone with lasers. Because they don't need good shit because there's like a billion of them. I don't know. I, I don't write. I don't write. In a book published in the 2000s, Nostradamus commented on Mario Redding interpreted some of Nostradamus' writing to refer to our current king. Not my king. Not my fucking king. In another quatrain, he refers to someone he calls the King of the Isles, who has a controversial divorce and is driven out by force. Interestingly, he is replaced by one who will have no mark of a king. Hopefully, that means we're going to abolish the monarchy. Or I get the job. That's not likely. Possible. In one multiverse, it's happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I don't live in that fucking multiverse. So, does this mean Prince Harry will become king? Potentially, he's he's never really been slated as he's always in the number two. Wouldn't that be a turn up for the books, Queen Meghan? Ooh. Oh, that'd go down like a lead balloon among certain elements of the population. What, wouldn't it? That means the king what? will have to die and... William. William. Have to die. And all his kids. Yeah. Because they're all above Harry now. Mm. Well, that's quite dark. Poor Harry. Well, maybe, it, like, like you say, it'll but still... Sorry, go on, Claire. Abolish the... Yeah, abolish the... Mm-hmm. Monarchy, well, if we're all on ships in the Sea of Japan by the end of the year, then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Mike? I'll agree. I'll admit to you that Nostradamus was right. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. We'll have egg on our faces. Yeah, we? <laughs> we will. <laughs> all right, Mike. Nostradamus was right, and you can take a smug satisfaction for that while we queue up for our recycled human. <laughs> Next one. Okay, scientists just took a step closer to resurrecting the dodo. God, I bet they'll taste delicious. <laughs> apparently <laughs> not. Well, people, that's why they killed him, innit? To eat him? They did, but apparently it wasn't... I've heard accounts it wasn't that tasty. That's what they said, so no one else would eat them, so they'd have yeah, one maybe, themselves. Yes. Maybe. So they were on this one island, that's that fucking nah, delicious. This dodo tastes like shit, don't eat it. Don't eat that dodo on that nah. island, come on lads, it's fucking delicious. What, what actually wiped them out, they think, was more like the cats that they brought with them. Wow. At the eggs, and the rats. Of course that island would have been completely secluded, I mean these things are only found on one island, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, Mauritius, yeah. Hmm. The legendary flightless bird was found by Dutch colonial soldiers on an island in the Indian Ocean in 1600. Less than 18 years later, it was extinct. 80. 80, sorry. But now a group of scientists hope we could one day be living with a dodo in our midst again as they try to de-extinct it. Conservationists in Mauritius have joined forces with colossal biosciences, a not-at-all creepy-sounding genetic engineering company, 
to try to bring the bird back. De extinct isn't a word now, is it? Or even Well they've just created it, haven't they? I'm actually kind of slightly in favour of this because the dodo didn't go extinct for its own reasons, did it? It was hunted mm. to extinction. Mm. I mean, like the mammoths and the dinosaurs, they had their shot, didn't they? So why give them another chance? But the dodo was like just living quite happily on its own, having a chill time, fucking eating. And then I think some of them dinosaurs that were wiped out by the, the asteroid would be like, yeah, we've had our shot. They'd have been like, fuck's sake. They had a hundred million years of rule. They had a good run. (laughs) Hundred million years. Good innings. Yeah, but it could happen to us like now or now or now. We'd never know about it. We've not even had a million years. They had a hundred million years. Yeah, we had a good shot at it. Still, they had they had an event that finished them off, or they couldn't evolve to live through that event. Practically finished them off. Well, yeah, there's still obviously your alligators, your crocs. There was there was certain like flight birdie types that survived. And still crocs and that. But it won't be a true dodo because they'd be using genetic information from its closest living relative, the Nicobar pigeon. Oh, it's quite a pretty it looking is, isn't thing. It? it is, isn't it? It's almost I'd peacock. Eat that. It's almost peacock-like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, but it's got. Like the gay pride colours. But it's definitely <laughs> pigeony, isn't it? It's, it's got def- the pigeon face. It's definitely an LGBTQ plus bird. Bird. You know what? I'd eat that. Looks tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I'd eat that. A, I'm not bringing them back to eat. Why not? Chicken crisis. That, to cure the chicken crisis. Why, why can't I eat it? Well, apparently it doesn't taste nice. Well, 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 that's what you say. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe they'll Didn't genetically... You, Mike? Yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> I use a Ridley Scott defence. Mm. You weren't there. No, Maybe the sailors were, and they recorded it in their diaries. They killed him off in eighty years. It can't have been that fucking dog. I told you it was the dogs, cats, and rats that ate the eggs. Yeah, but they're still turning up because they left the, they breed on the ground. They leave the eggs on the ground. Maybe the eggs are really nice. Maybe the eggs are nice. Oh yeah, dodo egg. There you go. Mm. <laughs> See? See? You can eat your eggs, but. <laughs> They'll die out very quickly again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've created no, a new species. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> we'd farm them, and they wouldn't be obviously free like range chicken eggs, wouldn't they? But they yeah. wouldn't be fertilised. Free range dodo eggs. Oh yeah, it's like having an ostrich burger, and it? it's being fancy. Mm. Moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I saw this, Claire. I thought. Claire will appreciate this. I got my penis stuck in a doorway glory hole and I had to rush to the emergency room. Did you? Well, <laughs> no, you, I you, I wish you wouldn't tell us these things on air. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, Claire. Did he have to, what, take the door off the hinges and... Did he walk to the hospital yeah. with a door? <laughs> sat in A&E with a door and his cock hanging out the hole. Or, or a so, wall, with a side wall, wouldn't it, I'd imagine. One bloke ended up rushed to hospital in the middle of a doorway sex with his partner as his member ended up stuck in a glory hole. Eric and Katie appeared on TLC reality show Sex Me to the ER. Sex Sent Me to the ER. (laughs) Sex Sent Me to the ER. To discuss the raunchy mishap which started with Eric taking some enhancements ready for a marathon session in the bedroom. The idea for a glory hole came when Eric was doing some DIY around the house. He made a hole and thought, oh, I know, I'll stick me willy through this and you can get on the other end of it, love. <laughs> <Fair point. laughs> 
<laughs> he explained to the show, I cut a really small hole because, of course, Katie has a vintage doorknob. <laughs> As I was looking at the new doorknob hole, I had an amazing idea, he said. So presumably he cut a hole. Yeah. Oh, he put it through... The because she wants a vintage doorknob, he's had to cut a slightly larger hole, hasn't he? Yeah. Or a smaller hole than that, but yeah. then, he, you know. Oh, yeah, true. Sadly, Eric turned out to have taken too much of his enhancing supplement and his member swelled to an uncomfortable degree. He said, my penis is stuck in the door and I've never been more in more excruciating pain in my entire life. Wow. I was incredibly shocked how large my penis had grown, he added. Katie then attempted to oil him up and get his member out. Well, that's not going to help, Baz. Shampoo. Oiling him up? Yeah, he's just greasing up to get him out of the hole. What's you doing, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's stroking the ball, Mike. I know, but it's going to be quite painful, so, you, you know. Yeah. The best thing he can do is to shoot his fucking load. No, no. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. No, surely he could just stop, try and take his mind off it. He's taking enhancements. <laughs> he might be into that. <laughs> He's going to shoot his load, have a little break, and then get back to it. It's but he'll be able to get out once he's, had his, once he's finished. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, she also attempted to use shampoo, butter, but nothing worked, and she was forced to call the ambulance. Oh, yeah, she's buttering my dick. I'd be, I'd be. She's. Don't you think you'd get a what's it called first before calling the ambulance? Don't you think you get like a little jigsaw? You can try a jigsaw around your cock. You just no purchase for a jigsaw. No, no, I'm not thinking that at all. I'd not call the ambulance. Call the fucking ambulance. Get the army. Get everybody. I don't care. Get the SAS. Now we precision enough. Oh, great! Oh, oh, oh. Slide, we can slide a knife alongside me pride and fucking joy! Jesus, yeah, the power of this blunt! When you come in, yeah, blunt. Oh, no, don't When you come in with the jigsaw, it's just gonna. What? what? Touch the knife! Oh, that's fucking. Oh, no! But yeah, then that's You've cut got the, no idea how sensitive piece. our manhoods are, have you? Cut the piece of You know how sensitive your clitoris is? <laughs> Think of that, but fucking six, yeah, seven inches long. We don't get it stuck in silly places. Well, I'll give you that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not six inches long. The ambulance is only going to have to like do the same sort of thing or give him some sort of, I don't know, relaxant. Yeah, but these are professionals. Mm. I mean, the ambulance crew are going to have to cut around the it's hole. It's just and... an idea. I'm just trying to work the problem, people. <laughs> I'm just saying, finish him off. If you're on Viagra, finish him off ain't going to stop it. I bet it'll go down for a bit. Sure, then again, but then again, the base of the penis has engorged, which is trapping all that blood in there. It's probably not going to go down, is it? Doesn't matter how many times you shoot. Like a cock ring in it. Yeah, I think we need to end this one because I'm feeling really uncomfortable in the trouser area at the minute. It's <laughs> making me feel. I can't, it's like, oh, it's making me cringe. The thought of it's making me cringe. No, neither are you two are feeling that effect. Well, I'm kind of turned on. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking, man, I just cut a bigger hole. Next article. And, you know. Good job you're not wearing your grey tracky bottoms, innit? Fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs>
They'd be getting an eyeful right now. With his mansplaining. Shit, you gotta say you're comfortable, Claire. Things are comfortable down there. Things are, things are complicated down there. You give me the alien article. Yep. We haven't had aliens for a couple of weeks. It sounds, sounds like a good one. Go for it. West Yorkshire police overwhelmed by UFO reports as woman beamed into the sky from the metro in the UK, the paper that's given out on the bus or the train every day for nothing. Yep. To be fair, as, as much as I say, oh, it's given out for nothing, it's quite widely read. The mm. so West Yorkshire police are dealing with a shocking number of UFO sightings every day. Too many for them to share, according to the force. Do you remember when we did the Todd Maston? Was it Todd Maston? Todd Martin UFO? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Yorkshire. Well, Yorkshire's the UFO triangle. Yeah, we learnt that in that episode, yeah. A Freedom of Information request submitted to the force revealed that since 2020, it has logged 1,805 cases in which the words UFO, alien, UAP or spaceship appeared in the record. That's 56 a month or two a day since 2020. Mm. Uh, West Yorkshire, which includes Leeds and Bradford, has long been well known as a hive of UFO sightings, although it did fail to top the table in a recent hotspot ranking by UFO Identified. Greater Manchester, London and Cheshire beating them for the top three areas for potential ET activity. Ooh. The most recent Freedom of Information request submitted by UFO Truth magazine editor Gary Hesseltine, who I believe I've heard on Howard Hughes' Unexplained podcast, was refused on the bias that it would cost basis. basis that it would cost too much to sift through and retrieve this information. In its official response, the force said, "Unfortunately, West Yorkshire Police are unable to provide you with the information requested." It is estimated that the cost of providing, locate slash locating the information you seek within your request would exceed the time threshold. When a reasonable estimate has been made that the appropriate limit would be exceeded, there are no requirements for a public authority to undertake the work. Ooh, so there's either too many, or they don't want to show what they've got. Mm. Who's taking these reports? Police, local police. Yep. They call the police, don't they? It's in a spaceship. Something in the sky? Because yeah. I wouldn't even know it again. Well, could you ring a military base in this country? You might have to ring the fucking office, but there'd be no one there at night, would there? You would get put through the guard room or anything, surely? I wouldn't like to say I've never tried to ring a military base. Should we give it a go? Mm, let's not. <laughs> yes, let's ring Hereford, Sterling Lines, the home of the SAS, and prank them. Let's prank their guard hose and all we'll hear is red team go and we'll all be dead. <laughs> so yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Forever chemicals. Oh great. They've been found in drinking water sources across England. Oh that's bad. Experts alarmed after potentially toxic chemicals detected in sources at seventeen of England's eighteen water firms. Oh man, so not only the microplastics, now we've yeah. got the, you know... The forever, forever chemicals. chemicals. I love how it's also like... It's not like death chemicals and like extinction plastics. It's like, ah, oh, they're 
You know, it's microplastic and forever chemicals. Friendship forever. <laughs> Friendship toxins. Yeah. It's also light and fluffy, isn't it? Yep. We've got some little pet parasites coming along soon. Oh, they're <laughs> lovely little blighters. They only eat you to the bone. <laughs> so a group of 10,000 or so human-made chemicals widely used in industrial processes... Firefighting foams and consumer products were found in samples of raw, untreated water tested by water companies last year, according to the Drinking Water Inspectorate. Oh, that's nice. Mm. They're now banned, but they've been and they've been linked to cancers, thyroid disease, immune system and fertility problems, as well as development defects in unborn children. Oh, great! And they're now in 17 or 18 water supplies. Wow. We are just like fucking ourselves up as a species, aren't we? Just a bit. We really are, and the birth rate's declining as it is. Penises are shrinking. Not mine. <laughs> I mean, as a whole. Oh, right. Average right. Of the human species. Sperm ability's down. Yep. The birth rate's declining, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And when they are being born, they're being born with defects because of the fucking poison in the water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not even like beneficial defects like the X Men. <laughs> Best thing that can happen is the aliens getting in touch. <laughs> Just a bit. We could do with them, couldn't we? Yeah. The site from yeah. orbit, it's anyway to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you suggesting we just all evacuate the space and nuke the Earth? <laughs> nuke it with us on it. <laughs> I'd rather not. Because I'm, I'm one of the people who fucking lives here. <laughs> oh, that's in Britain, is it? England and Wales, yeah. eh? Wow. Well, so we move to Scotland. Uh, it's all bad, isn't it? You know it's in the food chain. You know it's in the water. At least it's, it looks all right coming through the tap, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's at least I expected, all fairness. Yeah, you know, in some countries they drink out the rivers and shit, isn't it? And well, in, in Flint, Michigan, you can set it on fire. Yeah. What is it in the, in the water? Lead? Lead and methane and shit like that? Yeah, you ain't drinking that tap water. You probably ain't even bathing in that. Oh, well, forever chemicals. Bring it on. Stoners are more empathetic, new research finds. Well, they're definitely great listeners, because I... <laughs> yeah, definitely. According to a study in the Journal of Neuroscience Research, people who regularly smoke weed are more capable of sensing others' feelings. Oh, it's unlocking that third eye, man. I thought I was just an empath. Maybe it's just yeah. how much I smoke. Yeah. <laughs> we know, don't we? We know that it makes sense. Stoners, you, you know, if you're stoned, you don't you don't want to get into a fight. You don't want to. You just want to chill and relax. And I mean, if it was alcohol was banned and that weed was legal no. in this country, we wouldn't have half the problems. Would we? Well, you certainly wouldn't have a load of domestic abuse and violence, exactly. would you? You ain't hitting no one while you're stoned. No. So, ever had a joint and felt like you could understand people on a whole other level? Science would back you up. People who smoke weed officially have more empathy than everyone else, according to a new study in the journal. Research to the university... Go on, then. <sighs> I don't know, I'm just going to get a little closer look to this one. So, it's the Universidad Nacional Autónoma de Mexico... 
De Mexico. Sorry, De Mexico <laughs> compared the brain activity to regular weed smokers with the rest of us and found that their anterior cingulate, the region linked to empathy, was particularly active. In effect, this made stoners more capable of sensing others' feelings and better able to feel someone else's emotional state within their own body. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Findings from an MRI brain scans were paired with the with an emotional comprehensive test, which scored which scored people on their cognitive empathy, the ability to understand other people's emotions, and effective empathy, yeah. being able to physically sense what other people are feeling. We believe that the difference shown by regular cannabis users in the emotional comprehensive scores and their brain functional connectivity could be related to the use of cannabis, said study co-author Dr. Victor. He (laughs) added... Dr. Victor! Aladi Mayhew. Close enough. That'll do for me. But added, they cannot discard the differences where present before the users started to use their cannabis. So in other words, they might have always been an empath. They might have. But... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. See, I think it's true, man. You know. Yeah, well, I think it's true, man. <laughs> I think it's true, <laughs> man. I, I love us, you all. Man. You know, I just love everyone. Isn't it? Stop looking so sad, man. Has a, a, <laughs> what's the matter? Negativity. You're smoking weed. Pass me buzz, man. Yeah. Chill, man. We need, we need, we need <laughs> nice vibes. Let's just chill. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> no, I, I, I do agree. Because you're feeling their emotions. See, and you I don't like... want that creeping into you. I like to think I've always been an empath, hence why I became a medic and things like that in the forces. And I always like to help people, mm-hmm. whether it's physically or emotionally. If somebody's down or upset, I'll always kind of gravitate to it. I know when people are upset before, they fucking know they're upset. It's one of them. You will be upset. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm about to stab you in the eye with a penis. One <laughs> 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 them penis earrings, eh? <laughs> But no, and I'm not saying I'm an empath because I've smoked weed in my past or anything no, like that. No, but it might accentuate that, might it? Potentially. But no, I, I, I know a lot of stoners, and I think every single person I do know that is a stoner, they're all sound as fuck. And they are all empathetic, and they all do care about other people and feelings and things like that. And they're not going to glass you because you look at your birth Exactly, body. exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, if, they, they if, every, if every pub alone weed smoking, yeah. you wouldn't have any trouble kicking out time, would you? There are exceptions. Obviously, there are, yeah, some there stoners are. are dicks. No matter what, no matter how much weed they smoke, they're still a dick. There's always an asshole. Yeah, but no, I think as a whole, no, I agree with that statement. I so. think anywhere that's still selling alcohol, you're still going to get dickheads that drink too much, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. If you chug a spliff, you might just, you know, get a monk in the corner. Monk in the corner, <laughs> let's, you know, fingers crossed or whiting outside. British government, if you are listening, just hurry up and fucking legalise it. Yeah. Just get over it and legalise it. You'll make shitloads of money on tax. Oh, fuck yeah. Just legalise it, man. Nearly a third of people smoke it in this country. There's a fucking lot of people. Just decriminalise it. Just fucking sell it in the shop. Just do it. Yeah, one third, the other one third are too scared, and the other one third are too altered and, and bigoted to do it. Yeah. And on that bombshell, on that bombshell, I usually say that Nostradamus and, and Baba Vanga, if you don't match up, I ain't believing it. Oh, yeah.
Sorry, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, Red of Force be with you. Nothing fair, thanks for listening. Maybe you've got to stop in the glory hole. And that's actually big. And I'll go, Pete, yeah, you guys are fine. Get over there.